Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Maybe we've done enough to flatten the curve. Maybe they weren't really sure what the curve actually was and they only hoped for the best. I'm not even so sure if I blame them. But the more we get research on coronavirus, the more we have to question what those expert predictions were. The predictions of doom and gloom? Bad. For sure. You take a look at numbers. You have 374,000 cases, according to the CDC, and 12,000 deaths. You take a look at the coronavirus map from Johns Hopkins. And you will find that you have in the United States 399,929 cases. Those are reported cases. The CDC might not be caught up to those numbers just yet. 399,000 cases and 12,911 deaths with over 4,000 of those in New York. We're hearing about how they knew when the peak was coming, then the peak might be coming earlier. Uh, That you see um, more and more hospitals being able to cover. California feels they're able to cover. Was this social distancing? Because that's what they want to credit. And I have heard repeated people talk about this, that it was indeed the social distancing that has led us to this place, the Surgeon General Jerome Adams. And I feel a lot more optimistic, again, because I'm seeing mitigation work. I am so impressed. I I know I've said it a couple times with Washington and with California. Their public health officials there should be applauded because they've given us the blueprint for how we deal with this in the rest of the country. And I I really do believe that we will come in under those projections as long as we can continue to do our part for 30 days. Staying at home, avoiding unnecessary travel, not gathering in large groups. Well, I have no problem with staying at home when I can. I have no problem with... Uh, avoiding unnecessarily large groups when possible. I have no problem with not traveling when I don't need to. But that's a little bit different than whether or not you open up the country. Because you're going to have to be able to do both. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. And governors all across the country have to start talking about how they're going to open things back up. That's the next conversation. As a matter of fact, I think it's a couple days late. You cannot stop society in order to save it. Something we've said here before. But we have to recognize the damage done by shutting it all down. It cannot be, well, we flatten the curve. With all due respect, and I say this to the healthcare professionals, it's not enough. It's not enough to say that. Do, 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 do. Well, we flatten the curve. Here we go. La, la, la. Good on us. It's not enough because it isn't enough of a complete thought. And we're going to get into that because how we see coronavirus dealing with economies, both large and small, statewide, municipality, and with individual businesses, has been tremendous. I mean, it's got to be a strange thing to have had a launch of a business during coronavirus. One of those businesses is Quibi. You have heard the name. You've seen on your social media feeds. Quick, Quick bites, big stories. This is only on your mobile phone. 10 minutes or less, Meg Whitman, the brains, the dollars, the driving force behind Quibi, the former president and CEO 
of eBay. She joins us uh, right now. It has been a long time uh, since the days of running for governor in California, where I first met you when I lived in Los Angeles. Uh, how strange to have such a public launch in such a moment of upheaval. Well, thank you for having me. You're absolutely right. No one ever dreamed. Well, I think no one ever dreamed we'd see a pandemic like this. We certainly never did. And, uh, and so we had to make a decision. Did we go ahead and launch? And uh, we said, you know, the technology was ready. All the shows were ready with some of the biggest stars and great storytellers in Hollywood. And we said, okay, should we really do this? And you know what? We're not medical professionals. We're not first responders. And so we said, if we could bring a little joy and fun and distraction to everyone's life right now, maybe that is the small contribution that we can make. So we decided to launch on Monday. And uh, so far, it's been very well received. We're, We're really pleased. And I'm not one who believes that you should stop because of sometimes the other things going on. Sometimes we see movie titles held back or, or other kinds of things. I think that that progress means that you, you do have to, to, to move forward. But you launch in a very interesting spot. You see more and more streaming content out there. You certainly see during this pandemic that a lot of people have offered their content, whether it's CBS Access offering a 30 days for free or, or Showtime offering for free. And now you're jumping in with another look at content, but specifically for mobile and specifically in these smaller blocks. So what makes your content more valuable, more interesting, more worthwhile, worth the other $4.99 or $7.99, depending if you want the free or not, then just sticking with what you already have. Yeah. Well, first of all, all the content is original. Um, it's all made for Quibi and made for your mobile device. And think about it. Most content was shot for the big screen and then really sort of just retrofitted to, to appear on your phone. That's sometimes why you see just a postage stamp video on your phone when you hold it in portrait or black lines when you hold it in landscape. This content was made for mobile. And as a result, and then we created a technology platform that allows you to see full-screen video, um, both in portrait and in landscape. So the content is all new, made for your phone, and made for those in-between moments. If you've got 10 minutes, you can watch a Quibi. And yet, the movies are as high-quality movies as any you will ever see. The movies can be 150 minutes in length, but they're 15, 10-minute chapters, and you can watch them, um, and they're written that way. They're written in these small story arcs so that you can watch one, feel satisfied, look forward to the next one, and when you have another moment, watch one of those. So different content made for your mobile in these quick bites. And uh, we think it's a completely different use case. Interestingly, only about 10% of Netflix viewing and Hulu viewing take place on the mobile because they were designed for the big screen. And the the other side of that is, as we talk about uh, coronavirus, and what an interesting time to launch talking to Meg Whitman, the force behind Quibi, uh, is that less people are commuting, less people are traveling, so less people are utilizing content on their phones. So do you guys see that when life gets back to normal, quote unquote, you're about to see some major uptick that the numbers that you see now from the launch on Monday won't actually count? It's when people get into their standard routines of life. That's when you're going to see the push and the punch. Well, you know, I have to say we launched very strongly on Monday. And, um, you know, actually what's interesting is people are still spending a lot of time on their phones, even though they are at home, which is sort of surprising in some ways. But there are in-between moments at home, in-between Zoom calls for work, in-between wrangling the kids, in-between all the other things that you still have to do at home. And uh, so we, I think there will be even maybe bigger usage um, when everything returns to normal. But 
you know, people are, are, are watching a lot of Quibi now on their phone, at least in the last couple of days. Meg Whitman, before before I, I let you you go, um, it's a it's a non political political question. I remember you from the days in California and running uh, for governor, and I yeah. say I three I three quarters supported you. I, I, just for honesty and clarity's sake, um, you exist now. You you exist in this Hollywood world as somebody who is in that moderate right camp in a Hollywood world that is known as a pretty left camp. Do the politics ever come up in your life, in the conversations that you have as you've been launching this? Have there ever, has there been an, a pushback or, or questions asked of you uh, regarding your views or, or Jeffrey Katzenberg's views and content? You know, actually, it's a pretty, they're pretty separate discussions. Certainly at social events, you always talk about politics, but it's never come into play on recruiting talent or getting, uh, you know, actresses and actresses to want to star in our movies. I think, you know, everyone understands that these are very unusual times and, uh, you know, they think we've got a great business idea and uh, they want to partner with Jeffrey and I. Meg Whitman of Quibi, Q-U-I-B-I. You can go online, Quibi.com, or you can uh, download uh, the app uh, at your, uh, I assume, at your favorite app store. Would that be correct? Yeah, either the Google Play Store or the Apple um, App Store. And if you sign up um, the, before the end of April, you get a 90-day free trial. You mentioned uh, other people offering free trials. That's one of the things we changed when we decided to go ahead with the launch on April 6th is give people three months um, to, to try it and not have to pay. That's Meg Whitman. Listen, I appreciate you taking the time. I, I wish you the best. When you start getting into talk show content, I'm going to be a very excited man. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Thank you, Meg. Much more to get to, including my conversation with Dr. Lewis Profeta. How are ER docs dealing with everything? And the latest on Boris Johnson, that's coming up. I'm Tony Katz.